coming to get you, Barbara. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life, seeking human victims. Welcome to a podcast from Beneath. This week we are talking with David Howard Thornton from Terrifier. David, how's it going? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Aaron, how are you doing? Fantastic. Billy, how are you doing? Pretty good. I got the house to myself tonight. Girlfriend went out of town. Woo-hoo! <laughs> run around yeah. naked. Yeah. Doing that right now, though. Yeah, I already did it. risky. I already did the risky business. Oh, uh, you did? Thing. I, oh, I recreated it. <laughs> All right. So, David, first question for you. This is our icebreaker question. We do favorite horror movie. My favorite horror. Movie. I don't really have a favorite favorite, but I always like to name my top five. I guess that works. Go ahead. So, in no particular order, I I, um, I would say Exorcist, The Omen, original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, original Halloween, and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three: Dream Warriors. Oh wow! Part man. Three. That's a, that's like an odd pick there. Yeah. Number Three: Dream Warriors. It just seemed like that's where <laughs> everything like they figured out what they were doing. Everything just seemed to really click. So I was like, I like that one. Yeah, it's, it's yeah that's, well, that's, one. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the better the, sequels. The first, yeah. one's a, the first one's a close second, though. You know, it's just like... Yeah. I say most people go... Most, most people in here, they go, they go with ho- just Halloween as like mm-hmm. their, their favorite altogether. Yeah. Never had just a Nightmare on Street 3, though. Yeah. Gotta be a first yeah. time for everything. There you go. Yeah, first time. Has anybody ever said the sequel? That's my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. To the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody hates it. Well, oh, you part, mean part two? two? Yeah, part two of uh, Nightmare. I don't Wars. hate it. I, I mean, I don't hate it either. But I see a lot yeah. of people like, man, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's not. It's not the greatest, but yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. It's a. It's. They, they tried something new, and they were like, okay, that yeah. didn't work. I think part three, they come back. I think a lot of people started picking up on maybe that uh, part two had some uh, gay undertones to it. Yeah. I think that's like a big thing now that everybody goes to. Oh, yeah. It was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A different time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, A different time. Lots of neon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Lots. All right. So, uh, how, how, how did you get started in acting? I got started, oddly enough, considering who I am known for now, <laughs> doing church theater, of all things. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plays about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moses and the freedom fanatics and, <laughs> you know, Jonah and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. I went from like, yay, Jesus, to like, oh, let's Cut someone in half with a hat. There you go. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm, I'm like hey. Moses parting the Red Sea. That's right. <laughs> That's wrong. Man, I, I will say, you know, um, Terrifier, um, I just happened, you know, I, 
I just go through all these movies, you know, all the streaming services, and then I saw it on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I decided to watch it. And I'll tell you what, I love that. I mean, I was just blown away. I was. <laughs> I was just like, holy crap, I've never seen, you know, someone, I mean, some of the scenes in that movie are just, I mean, it's right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, all the good. wall. Now, it so, started off as a short, correct? It, it did. It, yeah. yeah, it was. There was a, a short that Damien made way, way back in like early two thousand tens or something like that, called Terrifier. But it, it, that's where he, the name came from too. It was, it was just the short he did, and he ended up putting that short into All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. That was like the the big, the big Art the Clown short that they had in All Hallows Eve. So yeah. Now I guess your now was your first thing after the church plays was it the video game voice acting? Uh, no, no. I, I first started doing community theater, so I did a lot of children's theater. Oddly enough, too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's where where I really like did a lot of physical comedy. So that's where I really started off doing all the stuff that evolved in what became Art the Clown one day because you know, it's like kids were more into that kind of physical humor instead of the verbal humor. So that's where I you know, perfected that craft. And then I ended up moving up to New York and I did some off-Broadway shows. Then I eventually did uh, five years. I toured with How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical, where I played uh, Grandpa Who and also understudied uh, the Grinch. And our Grinch was the wonderfully talented uh, Stephen Carl, who was Robbie Rotten on the show Lazy Town. Oh, so he was wow. a great, great physical comedian. And so he was really able to take me under his wing and really like mentor me and fine tune a lot of my skills and stuff like that. So I, I put a lot of what uh, art, what he did into art as well. It's like there were moments on set where I was like, okay, how would Stefan approach this scene? And I was just like, okay, now I know what to do. So it's like, yeah. So, man, I did, like, voiceover in there as well during all that. So, because I, I, I could, you know, record a project, like, voiceover work, work, and then go on the road and tour and stuff like that, come back and do some more voiceover. So, I, I did some video games. I've done some animated series. I, so, it's, you know, wherever the work is, I'll go. And so it's like, that's what, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to pigeonhole myself into, like, one thing, like, stage or voiceover. I'm like, I'm willing to do whatever, because I'm just like, I just, I love doing it. So, I'm like, yeah, I'll go wherever the work is. So I always thought voiceover work. I thought that'd be a pretty cool job. I mean, you know, oh, you don't you don't have to be on camera. You could probably just do it from home. I guess yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, that's what's so crazy. But you don't have to worry about what you look like, so you can play characters that you could never play otherwise. It's like you know, one of the video games I did way back in the day called Ride to Hell Retribution, which is a horrible game. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I know which one uh, you're talking about. Oh, you you're actually one of the few people that knows that game. Oh my god. <laughs> So I always call that my humble beginning phase because it's like they, they sold that game like it was going to be uh, to me like it was going to be a, a cross between Sons of Anarchy and yeah. Grand Theft Auto. And I recorded it like two or three years before it actually came out. Wow. And apparently they just stopped making it for a while and they're like, oh, yeah, we have to finish this game. So they just rushed it all the last second. So they they took out big chunks of stuff. They just half assed everything, it seemed like, especially when it came to, like a lot of voiceover work. Like they used some oh, of my yeah. rehearsal takes where I was like, where I was reading the lines to myself. <laughs> and I'm like, why the hell did you use that take? Uh- I was like, wondering why the main character was talking about going to Burger King after. Yeah, I, kind of threw it off. It was yeah, it was weird. It was like like you know the first boss you fight in the game. That's me. I'm Anvil. I'm the big oh. huge 
that was me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was me. It was really weird killing myself in a game, too. I was like, wow. <laughs> and I got, a, like, a, a, I got an achievement for it and everything. I'm like, oh, wow, that's the first time you get an achievement for killing yourself in life, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, yay. Yeah, I played him and, like, this guy named Dr. Blotter, who was kind of like, you know, Chief and Chong. <laughs> so it was yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah, man. It was it was fun when I was recording it. They just chopped it up. They took out big chunks of dialogue. It sounds like, oh, no. It's like they got high and forgot. They're like, oh, shit. We're <laughs> yeah, supposed to make shit. a game. <laughs> it's got to be out next month. Okay, uh, here. Yeah. It's like, if you've played the game, you know what I'm talking about. It just I, I couldn't even finish the game. And I'm, I'm a completionist. And I was like, I... I it just got to a point where, like, I would just drive down the road and my bike would just explode for no reason. Yep. I'm like, I'm like, I, I can't pass this level because my bike just randomly explodes. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Is it hard to convey emotion when you do these like these voiceovers? Like, the, here's the scene because you're not actually in it. You gotta like, you know, I guess imagine. Is it hard mm -hmm. to like put emotion into it or? It can't. I, I actually have to like. I, I just can't stand there and just read the lines. I actually kind of have to act things out myself. So I probably look like I am absolutely batshit crazy when I'm in a recording booth because I'm jumping around, flailing my arms around, and no one can see me doing this. But I do it for myself just to get that, especially for like fight scenes and stuff like that, because it's like fight scenes are different because you, you know it's like one thing to actually do it live or in an actual fight scene when you're doing film work and stuff like that so you naturally have the grunts and you know the impact sounds like voiceover work you actually sit there and it, it basically it sounds like you're doing a porno because you're just sitting there going <laughs> uh, uh. it's just like oh no <laughs> <laughs> like someone just walk in the room like what's going on in here yeah <laughs> walk by the door do a double take like what oh no it's just somebody's like, sick okay. in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it sounds really weird it's like there's this like this one game i was doing it's called invisible so i was i was having to voice all these like different um animal creatures and they all have like their special attacks and stuff like that like one of them was a samurai pig that i was playing as and so I had to like do those fight sounds, but also as those creatures too. So there's like this one called Toxy Toad, and so he was like spit like things of um, like bile at people, like poisonous bile. So I had to, it sounded gross because I'm just in there just going, and I'm like, oh no, this sounds like I have like coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. This is. They're like, that's exactly what we want. I'm like, are you guys not? hurling right now because i'm about to hurl because these sounds sound gross but i'm like that's exactly what we need i'm like okay <laughs> it's fun though it's fun because it's like yeah you get paid to do this too so i just go in there and make these weird sounds or like here you go here's a check i'm like cool. <laughs> so what was the audition like for art the clown that was the most different type of audition i've ever had in my life because all these especially for voiceover work you have a script and i walked in that room uh, the audition like the, the holding room where everybody was sitting around and they all had scripts in their hands and i had a panic attack because i was never given a script i'm like oh shoot wow. i'm here for my very first big film role and i don't have a script i'm not prepared so i'm like oh no and so they call me into the room almost immediately i'm like oh no oh no so i'm like i am so sorry um i never got a script or anything 
can I get one so I can like just take a few minutes to look over? They're like, oh, you don't need one. I'm like, I do. <laughs> like, no, art doesn't talk. Well, I know that, but I figured I like, can you know, an idea what you need. So they're like, oh no, just come up with a scene where you decapitate a guy with a, you know, whatever, you know, saw or something like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Can I have a minute to like think about it? like, no, 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 get, just go ahead and do it off the top of your head. We won't see you improv. I'm like, okay. And so I, I came up with this weird scene. I don't know where in the dark recesses of my brain this came from. But I did this whole thing like I cartoonishly snuck up behind my victim. Like did the whole like shh, very, very quiet thing. And like <laughs> took out a hammer, slammed him in the head, knocked him out, take out a hacksaw and like sawed off his head, picked it up, tasted it, didn't like the taste. So I take out a salt shaker and start seasoning it, taste it again, give it a thumbs up, start bathing in the blood a little bit. Then I just skipped out on my merry way. <laughs> And they're no, like, can you come in for a makeup test? <laughs> <laughs> There's one wow. scene I, I got a question about for you that mm -hmm. I, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, it's when you go into, uh, I believe it's that burger joint, and the girls are there. Oh, the pizzeria scene, yeah. Yeah, that scene. Now, uh, what did you draw? I mean, what were you thinking of when you did that scene? You know, you're just sitting there, and you're just kind of, and then you do that creepy smile and then that that wave you do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, just, I loved I'm just it. kind of pulling from so many of these like crazy people I see on the subway sometimes that just stare oh, wow. at people <laughs> like that. Because it does. You, people are weird here in New York sometimes. So, like, especially like I, I've seen it happen to a lot of my female friends. But I, I was one time, I, I, I kind of pulled from this one experience I had where I, I was coming back from Coney Island on 4th of July. It was, I was with my friends, so some of them were sitting across from me while my friends next to me. There's this one seat next to me, and this drunk guy just sits next to me. And all of a sudden, his face is, like, right next to mine. He's just staring at me. And, so I'm, I, and I feel him just breathing on my face. And I smell it, too, because all that beer on his breath. And I, I turn and just look at him. He's just staring at me. And I hear my friend next to me, like, oh, God, David's about to die. <laughs> and i'm like okay in my head i'm going okay how can i just diffuse this situation in some way and just be like funny or something like that so i just turn and look at him go what's up <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps looking at me and just goes are you irish <laughs> because oh, i had an irish <laughs> soccer shirt at, at the time and i'm like okay this could go two different ways depending <laughs> on how i answer this question so i'm like but i am irish so i'm like yes i am he's like good <laughs> he's like you want a beer <laughs> you should have thrown in k <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was it was and after that he was totally cool with me it was like that's like my friends across from me they were like like clutching they're just like oh, like oh my god what's god <laughs> Oh, no, but it was the most uncomfortable because he just kept staring at me like that. I'm like, it, it was a few minutes where he's just staring at me and breathing on my face. I'm just wow. like, okay, okay. <laughs> so I guess I kind of pulled from that experience. I was like, let's just be the drunk guy on the train and just kind of stare at them. Like, <laughs> well, it worked. <laughs> I used to also do that uh, when I was a camp counselor one time. These like kids on, when we're on the bus to camp one morning. 
these kids, like these teenagers in the back of the bus were misbehaving. And, you know, I was a camp counselor at the time. So I was like, hey, sit down, shut up. You know, you're getting out of line here. Hey, we don't have to listen to you. And I was like, okay. And I just started staring at them, but with like my Joker smile. So I was like this. <laughs> and at first like, oh yeah, that's not funny. Man. That's not good. <laughs> I kept staring at them for minutes on end, not blinking even. <laughs> wow. And, and they're like, okay, okay, man. Okay. Stop, man. Stop it. And it's like the one of them just starts crying because I was just freaking him out so much. <laughs> and, and I just let it continue for a little bit. And I'm like, you got to behave now? They're like, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I was like, man, I can't believe that worked. <laughs> like that just and that was the me. last time yeah. you were a Was the uh, was the makeup for art? Was that already predetermined? Did they yeah, did they yeah, did yeah. they did, well, I mean did they wait to hire you to you know pick it out or? Oh, the, they had already done it uh, with uh, Mike Giannelli, who was the original Art the Clown. Yeah, so uh, that was already prepared. They just want to make sure it looked right on me as well. So the funny thing is, I actually the the mold that they used for the face, they did a mold of me. But something's weird with the mold, so they keep using Mike Gianelli's mold for me. And so it's like Damien really has to take his time gluing it all to my face just right. But you know, it somehow works. <laughs> so how it, takes, it, it takes about three hours to put it all on. Wow. So it's just um, <clears throat> just face appliances with yeah, the, it's the just, paint and all that. Yeah, it's just like this one big, huge gelatin mask that like, Damien just, you know, just slowly glues starting from like usually my forehead down he just slowly just glues everything down so it, it takes a while and then he has to paint it so it's a pretty pretty small production and right as far as yeah. crew yeah yeah damien does basically all the prosthetics and all the practical effects himself he builds it all and it, we we have a, a second makeup assistant on set this time around who helps out with the, the girls and stuff like that, the other people. And then, but like when it comes to like the, the battle damage and stuff like that, scars and cuts and stuff like that, Damien goes and puts all that on everybody as well. So I mean, he, I mean, the, the guy is definitely, you know, uh, so freaking talented. He wears so many hats on set. I mean, he wrote it, directed it, does all the practical effects, edits everything. He's, it's just, he's a one man army. All right, well, let's talk about probably, I'm going to say my favorite kill in the film. I'm sure it's everybody's, uh, and that's going to be the hanging the girl upside down <laughs> <laughs> naked and chopping her in half. How awkward was it filming that with the actress? It, it, was, it was very awkward. It was, you know, because that, that was not a, an easy scene to film. It was a very dangerous scene to film, too, because we did that. She was literally hanging upside down like that for hours. Yeah. We would just, we, we could only film in like 30 second chunks at a time because we would have to swing her back up and let her relax and rest because it's so dangerous to like do that to people. <laughs> so it was very stressful. Very, and it was very cold that night. We had no heat in that room. I think it was like about 20 degrees that night. So, I mean, oh, I was cold and I had clothes on she was even colder and had blood on and so i was like it's that was rough for her but i mean she was a total trooper with that all it was just like you know was, and the good thing was like everybody was very respectful that night too because you're like that's a very compromising position for especially a young woman to be in and it's a room full of guys too it's like 
So everybody was totally professional that night, everything like that. So it was, it's because we, we were, I mean, we all like love Catherine to death. It was just like, yeah, it's like it's mutual respect there. And she was so gung ho for that scene too, because as dangerous as it was and uncomfortable it was, she knew where that scene was going to be one day. She's, as soon as she read the script, she's like, this is awesome. This is awesome. I have to do the same. There were people that turned down the script because of that scene because they're like, I, I can't do that. I, I can't expose myself in such a vulnerable state. Which is like, oh, this is gonna be get everybody talking. Yeah, sure, okay, I'll do it. How many uh how many takes did it did you have to oh, do it? God, I because yeah, since we're doing like thirty second chunks at a time, it, it took ooh, probably a good twenty some odd takes and you know, different angles and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, we we got to do it, <laughs> it's right? Because like, right. you you want to make sure you get you know enough coverage for all of that. You want to you want to make sure you get multiple takes just for safety reasons too, just in case something after some kind of glitch or something like that. So, but it took a while. It took it, it took all night. It took all night. Yeah, but we got it. We got it. <laughs> no, I never watched the original like short. That was on the uh, what was it? All Hallows Eve. Yes. Um, is there a uh, origin story of art that was previously, or did you come up with something no. to base it no. off of? We 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 basically Damien and I have come up with his origin story ourselves, and so basically it's just the two of us that know who art really is. <laughs> no one else does yet. Not even people in the cast. Wow. So yeah, yeah, it's it's something we've come up together. We because that was like one of the first things when I I was on set my first day. I was like, okay, explain art to me, everything about him. Like, who is he? Well, what was he before? Blah 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 blah. He's like, you know what? I don't really know. I just thought he was a cool looking clown character and <laughs> wanted to make a movie about him. But let's come up with that together. Let's that. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So you know. Over the years, we've just been really wor- working on his um, backstory and stuff like that. So yeah, we'll, we'll have like some clues in part two if you know where to look. But we we don't want to just throw everything out to everybody all at once. You know, like, I think a lot of mystery is a lot of fun. I mean, we might not even, not even reveal everything about him because it, it kind of like how the Joker is. You, you're not really supposed to know who the Joker was before he was the Joker. You know how he became the Joker when he was a red hood, but you don't know who he was before he was the red hood, I guess you could say. Well, speaking of the Joker, you played the Joker in yes. Nightwing, which was a series on YouTube, correct? It, yes, it was. Yes. Now, yes. Now, now what was that like working on a YouTube uh, web series, I guess? Oh, that was a lot of fun. Cause it, it's, it's a fan made series. So it's like all of us are huge fans of the, the comic book. So it was, it was just that, you know, it was a, is a work of love. It's something we all cared about doing. We all had fun doing it. We didn't get paid or anything like that, but I didn't care. I was like, I get to play the Joker. I can't complain about this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love the character. I've always wanted to play the character. So I was like, yeah, this is great. And like uh, our writers for it, especially the the guy that wrote all the, the Joker scenes, it's a, he knows how to write the character correctly. So it's like a lot of fun monologuing that I got to do. <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely have to check out one out of Bill, me and Billy, and I, I'm pretty sure Aaron is too. We're all uh, comic book nerds. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be. It's fun. It's modern day mythology. Right. Yeah, I got like five big old boxes of uh, comics. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, one of our uh, production assistants, um, he, he does a lot of work for like, um, like, I guess not, not necessarily pawn shops, but like comic shops, you know, like those kind of shops. And so he, he, he showed me a picture of this room where it had like this whole entire back wall was filled with boxes of comic books. I'm like, that is my personal heaven right there. I was <laughs> what's like, your, that's amazing. What's your favorite comic book? Oh boy. Um, I mean, I love Batman, but I'm, um, I'm more of a Marvel guy myself as well. So I'm a big Spider-Man freak. Spider-Man's a good one. Yeah. 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 I, I got hooked on that because of my cousins. Cause like, uh, his dad had tons of the old Spider-Man comics. So he would, you know, boxes and boxes and boxes of that. So every time they came to visit, they would just bring tons of comics and stuff like that. So, so I just grew up reading those. I was like, these are great. You also worked on an episode of Gotham. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yes, wow. that that was a lot of fun too. I mean, like, I, I wish I had been able to play one of the main villains on there, but I didn't get unfortunately didn't, didn't get the chance to do that. But um, I got to create one of them, so that was cool. I it was the 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 um uh, the orderly that created Solomon Grundy. I, I like dump his body in Slaughter Swamp. So that was. That was a fun night. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, just got to play yeah, this is. totally sleazoid guy that's paid off by the mob to do it. So I was like, this is great. <laughs> so are you currently filming Terrifier 2? Is that filming now? or? Yeah, you know, we're on a little break right now because of the, the pandemic right now. But I'm like, we're supposed to, we were almost finished when the lockdown happened here in New York. So that was a bummer. But uh, like the week before, we had filmed probably our biggest set piece in the whole entire film. This is big, huge crowd scene that has all kinds of crazy stuff happening, lots of stunt work and stuff like that. So we got the hardest part of the scene, uh, the, the movie finished. So that was, that was the good part. So, you know, we, I, I think I have maybe like four or five more days left on set and we're going to start doing, I think at the end of the month. So I'm excited because Damon's actually taken this time off to not only edit what we've already filmed, but he's added more to those scenes that we had to film. So he's like, well, you know, I already had these cool ideas for the kill scenes, but I've decided to add more to them. I'm like, okay, cool. So, so it's this... going to be crazier and bloodier. Oh, I guess. oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even what we've already filmed with some of these kill scenes, it's like uh, one of them is in particular. It's just, it's just mean. It's brutal and mean, and it's just like, oh, it, it, and it just keeps going. It's just like you think he's done. <laughs> no, he does something else. It's just like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> it's like he, uh, Damien said he was even getting queasy while he was editing that scene. Wow. So if if it makes Damien queasy doing it. That's that's a good sign, because <laughs> he doesn't get queasy over anything. Now, out of like out of, out of all the because there's there's a lot of like clown movies, mm -hmm. right? Now, I'm a fan of it and mm -hmm. Terrifier. Like, I, I just think there's like so. Do you think there's too many like like clown movies? Why do you think there's so many movies? No, I don't really clowns? think so. I mean, it's like because they're all different in their own way. I mean, Stitches is totally different from it. Uh, yeah, a clown is totally different from it and all these other ones killer clowns from outer space totally different oh, things yeah. as well then you get uh, as i see right behind you circus of the dead oh it's i love that movie thing. it's that movie is batshit crazy 
gritty is is mm-hmm. that's a good psychological that is like that the end oh i loved it because billy pond did a, such a great job with he that is, one he's just so awesome to talk yeah. to yeah oh i love billy guy. well we yeah. have a fun rivalry with with each other we like to oh yeah all the time so yeah dude i was at um the bastrop uh cult classic convention and there yeah. was a guy dressed as art and then there was another guy dressed as papa yeah and it was just it was all you know fun you know i oh, mean yeah I, I saw it there it was it's so much fun it's so much fun it's like i, I think our both of our films have such a mutual respect for each other's films too so just, which is really cool to you know see too because everybody's like oh you got to be hating them like why yeah <laughs> it's like it's a fun film like why would i be hating on another clown film well, i love them it's it helps like us you, like you too. said like you said it's different like yeah. circus of the dead and terrifier i mean Totally different, different films, man. I different mean, characters, different films. Yeah. It's just like they're all all these different clown films are totally different from each other. And that's I was like like when Damien came up with art, that's why he came with art the way he is. He wanted to make art the polar opposite of Pennywise. Like Pennywise is very colorful, art is black and white. Pennywise has hair, art is bald. Bless you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pennywise <laughs> talks all the time. Art is completely silent. Pennywise uses like you know weird mental tricks to get people. Art uses a bunch of weapons, and it's just like it's just like yeah, you know, it's like everybody you, you can do your own thing. I mean, how many silent killers with masks do you have? Oh God, <laughs> so many of those <laughs> too many to count. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like it's fine. There's like, there's plenty of room for everybody. It's just like you just do your own thing with things, and you know. Let the audiences just decide what they like. You know, you give people. I mean, some people might not like Terrifier, but they might like Killer Clowns from Outer Space, or vice versa. So it's just like you know, there's something to appeal to everybody. Um, what's um? You got another thing coming up called Stream. What is it? Yes, that? I can't really say much about that right now because we don't want anybody stealing the idea. But oh. it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's hopefully going to become another horror franchise. It's a it's a very interesting twist on some, you know, modern day tropes and like types of programming that's out there. And so it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. We're trying to get some uh, bigger names in the horror industry involved in it as well, but it's, God, I wish I could say more. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say more because it's, it's going to be fun. Like the character I'm playing in, it's, it's going to be a fun character. So it's just like, yeah. You got, you got anything, Billy? You've been pretty quiet over there. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my, uh, the scene that creeped me out in Terrifier is when that girl's hiding in that storage unit or storage locker. <laughs> oh, and yes. Art's like, has like the titties. Oh, yeah. Like, along. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That I was thought a that night was, on set. Yeah. Oh, boy, I was like, man, a, that's creepy as fuck. That was a very special night on set. That was. <laughs> That was like one of those after school special nights on set where it's like, oh, a very special episode of Terrifier. <laughs> that was Samantha Scafidi's first night working with me as well. So that's how I knew how much I loved working with her because I'm like, okay, I don't know how this girl is going to react to me walking out with tits on, right? <laughs> but we'll find out. And as soon as she sees me, she's like, oh my God, that's hilarious. I love it. I'm like, okay, we are going to get along just fine. Because I, I was making jokes the whole entire night wearing that because it's just like, you have to. <laughs> I felt so sorry for our poor crew because they had to stare at my naked butt all night. I'm like, I am <laughs> sorry, guys. 
you didn't sign on for this because it wasn't even in the script originally. In, in the script, Art was wearing that all over his clown costume. Oh, and wow. Damien came to me in two, like two days before we filmed it. He's like, I have a very messed up idea that I want to run by you, but I don't know how you're going to like it. And I'm like, okay. And so he told me and I'm like, huh. I had to think about it. I'm like, who the hell wants to see my naked ass up on screen? I'm like, have you seen me? I turn sideways, I disappear. It's just <laughs> like, who wants to see that? But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, you know what? That would be very, very freaky. That knowing that this guy stripped out of his clothes and put someone else's skin on top of his skin like that. That's messed up. Just to mess with someone else. He's doing that just to mess with someone's head. I'm like, that's that's messed up. And then I also was like, you know, Catherine is doing what she's doing for this hacksaw scene, like having to like hang upside down naked like that. I'm like, if she can expose herself like that in such a vulnerable state, then I can do the same. So yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. This is let's swing for the fences because this is gonna be freaky as hell if we pull this off. And it, it was, and we, we did two different takes of like the one you saw and another one where I used the baby doll, Emily. And I came out like having the doll nursing on my boob. <laughs> and then I start using the doll to tell me where she's hiding. So I was doing a lot of puppetry with the doll. Like it's talking to me and like raises its arm and points to where she's hiding and stuff like that. And we start taunting her and stuff like that. And both were extremely creepy. Damien basically had to flip a coin to decide which version to use. So so, it, was, it was it was fun. It was a fun scene to do. That's gonna sounds like the sounds like the set was fun. I guess you know just oh, yeah. working with all the other. How was it working with the the other, the other actresses and? Oh God, that was great. I mean, that's that's the thing is like both of these films. Like Damien has done such a great job in casting people that work well together. It's like we all have just had so much fun. There haven't been any egos on set. No no like no heads butting together or anything like that. Everybody's just had fun. And I'm like, we, we have gone through the ringer with both of these movies, like very late nights, very uncomfortable nights. Sometimes we get a little bit bitchy, but it's like, it's the, 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 the typical type of bitchy you get when you're like going off of like three hours of sleep and you're on hour 18 on set. You're like, yeah, everybody sucks. <laughs> Where's my like, coffee? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except I can't drink coffee when I'm in makeup. Which sucks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, it sucks. So, but it's like we all have so much fun it's like there's a lot of just you know it, you wouldn't know it by the, the crazy horrible stuff we're doing on screen but there's so much joking around as soon as they say cut it's like i, I think we do that just to keep our sanity at times it was like i think the night when i was filming the bicycle scene i think that was like one of the most crazy giddy nights we ever had on set because it was there were so many mishaps happening with that stupid bike where I kept falling off. <laughs> it's like that, that crash you see in the movie is a real crash. They just decided oh, wow. to keep it in because they're like, well, that just makes art more interesting that he's a flawed individual. So he crashes into things and falls off. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was fun. It was, that kind of stuff. I, I love it. It's like we, we all have fun. We all become like a family during these things. Like it's it's a small group of people, and you know we're we're very dedicated to what we're doing, and we love what we're doing. So, do you think that this um this will turn into a bigger franchise? Maybe go past part two, or yeah, we yeah, are, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, do you, or do you like 
want to get to a certain point. Like, I don't want to do like 10 movies because maybe that will uh, <laughs> kill the character or something or the myth or, or you don't care. Like, man, I love this character. I'll do how many you want. Yeah, that's how I feel about the character. I love the character so much. I think there's so much potential with the character. He's just fun. He's just a fun character. So as, as long as they keep on coming with like more ideas, more fun stories for him and stuff like that, sure, I'll keep doing it. I know Damien at least wants to do three films. So uh, we we've at least have a trilogy in mind this whole entire time. So we, we know how we want to end the trilogy. So, But at the same time, we, we I think we, the ending we have is pretty cool because it's like if that is all that we make is three movies, then it ends in a very satisfying way but it also kind of leaves things open in case they want to make more, but in a very creative way, not your, you know, just typical ham fisted way. It's like, Oh, well, you know, we'll just have a lightning bolt hit his grave and he comes back. From the dead. <laughs> yeah. Please, please don't do art in space. That's all yeah. I ask. <laughs> no, we'll be under the ocean. Yeah. All right. Go, yeah, go the other way with it. Art Atlantis. <laughs> art Atlantis. Yep. Just, Everything's in slow motion because it's all underwater. Yeah. <laughs> this so fight like, scene takes like two hours. <laughs> Good God. It's like just Art punching a shark. Art becomes a father. <laughs> He's just using a shark to saw someone in half. He's using a sawfish. There we go. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> just like, is there a, a uh, swordfish? You know, whatever. Is there a uh, another like killer that you would like see art do a crossover with or maybe a dream one either oh, fight each other or maybe they're they teamed up to kill people god i i jeez i mean most people would say pennywise or something like that i'm like yeah no no i i think you know it'd be like one of those things you know we, we talked about him earlier another clown i think papa corn would be a fun one to team up with it's like they also kind of look alike. So I thought yeah. of that. And someone also put this fun theory out there. And I was like, that's and I had to run it by Bill Mosley, see what he thought about. It. He laughed his head off. It's like, yeah, some people like, is art the son of Chop Top? I'm like, oh my God, that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> it would make sense in a lot of ways too. Like he's part of that family because he is a cannibal. So I'm like, well, he could be. <laughs> he's like that, you know, batshit crazy silent son. So I was like, <laughs> So yeah, yeah, have a movie with them. He finally reunites with his father. Yeah, <laughs> I think Bill and I would have so much fun. That would be cool. Yeah. Are there um, like, do you want to continue to do more horror movies, or do you would you like to branch off and maybe do other? Oh yeah, other I mean, genres. Whatever. I mean, I'm like, I'm just happy to act. I, I mean, I, I've done comedy my whole life, so I'd really love to good do a good like comedy. Even a sitcom, I'd love to do sitcoms or something like that. I'd love to do one of these superhero movies eventually. Not be one. The only hero I would really see myself would be like either The Mask or like Plastic Man. Oh, but yeah. like, yeah, but no, there are a lot of villains I would love to play too, especially like the Batman universe. So of course, Joker, Riddler, Scarecrow, something like that would be a lot of fun. So. Now, if they did a mask movie, they got to do it like the comic where he's. Oh, that's exactly just... what I've been saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the Dark Horse comic. Oh, my. Because, you know, Deadpool proved that those type of movies would work now. You mm-hmm. can totally do this. And that's how I would like this. It's like, most people have not read those comics. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, they are yeah. batshit crazy, they over are. the top, violent. Just. I'm like, and, 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 like, Stanley's not the only one that wears a mask. He gets killed off by his girlfriend. 
that she yeah. takes it, then she gets killed off, and like uh, Callahan takes the mask, and he actually becomes like the superhero type of mask character. So it's like, oh, so it's a great comic. I was like, that could be yeah. a really good series. That would be. That would be yeah. really cool. If they wanted to really do it justice, make that into like a Netflix series or something like that. That would be yeah. awesome. I'd begin. I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'd be like, put me in, coach. Put me in. You hear that, Netflix? Yes. I yeah, am whoever Stanley works there. Ipkiss. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I really am Stanley Ipkiss. I, like, I have cartoon stuff all over the place. I have a Tasmanian Devil mug that I drink coffee out of all the time. It's just like, it's, yeah, it's, anybody should be playing Stanley Ipkiss other than Jim Carrey. Come on. Put me in, coach. Yeah, not Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> oh, God, no. oh, God, no. oh, do not even speak of that blasphemous movie. That yeah, sick. that was terrible. Oh, God, son of a mask. <laughs> oh. Son of a mask. Should be called son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that movie. It's like, and it had good people in it, like Alan Cummings and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. It, uh, 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 God, I mean, like Bob Hoskins is uh, Thor, uh, not Thor, but Odin. I was just like, mm-hmm. I was like, what? This is, that was like one of Bob Hoskins' last big roles. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. sad to have some of these actors, like the last movie, be like pure garbage before they die. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny that, um, oh, what's his name? Citizen Kane. Um, uh, oh, I'll... Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Yeah, his like final role was what Galvatron in like you know or what was the, yeah uh, in, in the the Transformer movie. Oh wow! Oh, Omicron, Omicron. The yeah, big yeah, planet Omicron. eat the, the 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 big planet one that just ate everything. It was, that was Orson that, Welles. Yeah, I was gonna say it was either that or it was the. Uh... Some kind of alcohol commercial that he done drunk. <laughs> oh God, that that is so funny. Yes, I want to yes. yes, you should try this. It's really good. We gotta do another take. Okay. Orson, Orson, over here. The camera's right. <laughs> I'm Orson Welles. Give me another brandy. I tell you, he was a maniac when it came to directing movies, though. Oh man. Oh man. Like, what is this? You want me to direct this commercial for peas? <laughs> <laughs> peas. Well, speaking of, speaking of directors, what's your uh, who's your dream director that you would love to work with? Oh gosh, there's so many. I mean, like Spielberg, of course. You know, Peter Jackson, Guillermo del Toro would be a lot of fun. Oh, I yeah. think. You know, Tim Burton, those kind of guys. I think they would... even Taika Waititi. I think he would be a lot of fun. He's, he's like is I, I like his he like he would be fun to do a comedy with. He's I love his sense of humor. Oh, me too. He's yeah. His movies were his movies are great. Yeah, I, I've, I've fun really for the like, wilder people. Oh, it's just well, like what we do in the shadows. I'm like I love oh, I love um, that movie and I love the show. Right. Oh, now, the too. show is excellent. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Gosh, I've been loving this season. It's just I know. <laughs> Let's go to a superb owl party. Oh man, that. <laughs> Jackie Daytona. Uh, I love Jackie that one. He, <laughs> Jackie takes the tooth, takes the toothpick out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it is you. Yes. I love it. God, yeah. man. That was Hi, awesome. my darling. <laughs> the creepy paper. The creepy paper. 
Dude, that oh man, I could go on and on. That show is just brilliant. The, the episode with Doug Jones is where he yeah. plays the, the the head of the vampire. Oh, my oh he plays the master. It was yeah, where he take eats the pizza and had garlic on it. He's just throwing up. He's like flying around like a deflating balloon. <laughs> he pops up. He's like totally worth it. <laughs> How was uh, I heard Mark Hamill's in season two, right? Yes, is he, yes. Is he doing oh, he did job? it. Yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah! Oh yeah! Jackie Daytona. Jackie, Jackie Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, that's Daytona. the that's the episode marks in. Yeah, it's great. Oh man, it's this other va- they have vampire fight. It's just so funny. <laughs> stupid. Oh, it's so stupid. Oh, it's, so stupid. it's so stupid. I love it. This is that that toothpick. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> Time to get that's, my that's disguise out. Ties yeah. it all off for the toothpick. <laughs> that's the toothpick. And denim jeans. Yes. <laughs> oh man, but I the love episode it. with the ghosts. So I thought that was so clever. Like vampires oh, yeah. have ghosts because oh, they yeah, die. Yeah. So you know, it's like that's brilliant. I never thought of that before. Especially with Nandor, like his old self. You know, didn't understand. didn't speak English. So he's like, oh yeah, he he doesn't speak English, and I don't really remember I forgot my, my language. language. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, no. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my God! It's br- it's a brilliant show. Brilliant show. I'm the I'm the odd man out here because I've never seen it. Oh, and I've never watched the movie. This. Hey, if you got <laughs> oh, if you got man. Hulu. Yeah, you got Hulu. If you got Hulu, it's on there, man. You can watch uh both seasons. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to do that. You have to binge watch so it. So much fun! It's so hey, much you, fun. You've seen the movie, right, Carrie? No, no, no. He I said he'd never, never seen the movie. Oh, okay, see the movie, see the movie first. Yes. Yeah. Stuff that happens in season one pertains to the movie. So it's just like it's because the, the movie, I think it was set in New Zealand. Because that's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's that, that coven of vampires because it's a whole mockumentary about vampires living together in a house. It's just. Uh, and it's, and yeah, it's not just another... vampires, they got other. No monsters yeah. in there too like the werewolves it's like <laughs> we're not we're not we're werewolves not swearwolves yeah. <laughs> they're trying to act like they're not you like, know hey, beast hey. or whatever yeah. yeah like we're we're trying to be civilized here brilliant yeah they also have another uh spinoff series called uh something the, those two officers in the movie they have a new uh they have a spinoff or oh, it really? follows them around. It's called Paranormal oh something. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. I got to see this then. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like fun. <laughs> so I love that kind of humor. It's just like, it's just like yeah. it's so silly. It's just like you can just tell they're having fun. It's like that's that's my favorite type of comedy. It's like we're just playing. They're like, yeah, hey, let's just. They're, they're entertaining themselves. It's like if you know, it's yeah. funny to them, that's all that matters. I'm like, that's great. And not everybody gets that humor. So I had the girlfriend watch it. She she loves the show, but she mm-hmm. didn't really like the humor from the movie. So oh, I was like, yeah. well, it's not it for everybody. You yeah. Know? yeah. I love it, though. I just Me love that too. kind of silly humor like that. So like, this is fun. Gary, you better go watch it. You're I'm going to I'm gonna have to do that. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Uh, We're going to tie have to you down <laughs> make you watch it. Yeah. It's creepy paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if uh, no one else has anything else. Um... Um, no, I mean, I, I probably do. I just can't think of all of it right now. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I've just been having a blast talking about all this stuff. Um, oh, me too. Yeah. yeah um, 
I'm really looking forward to Terrifier 2. Oh, God. Um, I, I can't wait for everybody to see this thing because it's – I, I think we've like I, I keep calling it T two because it's kind of like Terminator two. T <laughs> two, it's just T two because it's like you know how Terminator was great. It's a lot of fun. Like Terminator two just took everything from Terminator one and made it better. Yeah, it's like everything you like about Terminator one, but then they went kicked it up a notch. That's kind of what we've done with uh, Term uh, Terminator <laughs> Terrifier two. It's just like it's it's like everything we've kept everything everybody loved, especially about art. So we're still doing art, still art. He's still doing these big, crazy kills and, you know, not, we're not, you know, holding back at all on the kills. So there's plenty of blood and guts and all that fun stuff. But it's like, we're, we're we've added a bigger narrative element to this one. Our, our new protagonist is just fantastic. I mean, I, I think uh, this week they just released some photos of her and her, like, uh, her outfit that she wears for most of the film it's just like this very like you know winged valkyrie type of outfit so it's it, it's so it's she's amazing in this role it's just i, I absolutely adore her she, she's not one just like very cookie cutter type of heroine characters either she she's she's got some backbone to her some grit you know it's just like she's not one of those she's a flawed character too is which i like so it's just like it's so it's, it's just a fun film. It's just like, you know, it's not contained in one location like most of Terrifier was. It's all over the place. So, you know, it's like there's lots of fun environments that we, art gets to play in, I guess you could say. So, And when, when can we expect it to be out? Uh, well, we were originally hoping for fall this year, but, you know, because of the pandemic, we don't know right now. It depends how quickly we can get everything filmed and edited and then out distribution and stuff like that. We still got to negotiate all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if it's not going to be this fall, we're hoping for early next year. Cause I'm like, that's like, kind of like what we did for uh terrifier one. We released in March of 2018 and then Netflix picked us up in that September. So it kind of gave us a second relaunch, I guess you could say. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, we, we wanted to be in fall because it takes place on Halloween night, but, you know, sometimes you just gotta play the cards you're dealt. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. I was like, it's not like we're the only ones having to delay stuff right now because, like, everybody is delaying mm -hmm. stuff because no one can film right now. It's yeah. just, you know, I, I know, like, most of the TV shows are all having to, like, postpone their seasons until next year. So it's like, well, you know, it's not just us, it's everybody. Everybody right now. So, yeah. Well, Full Moon's still pumping them out. So, <laughs> yeah. God. They've had two movies that's come not, out since the pandemic happened. <laughs> I don't want to go there with that movie. That was full terrible. moon. We don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like people just dropping dead on set from coronavirus. <laughs> it's like, oh, we'll just put another person in a wig and they'll never notice. There you go. <clears throat> uh, I, I know I really appreciate you coming on, man, and talking with us. Uh, I, I always have a blast hearing everybody's story and especially yeah. get a little behind the scenes stuff. But yeah, like I said, part two. I'm I'm waiting. Ah uh, man, I, I I'm waiting too because oh God. <laughs> I I can't wait to finally be able to talk about the stuff we've been doing in part two because there's so much and it's like ah it's just killing me. I, I recently got to see like the, the the big huge crowd scene that we filmed recently. Damien sent me an edit of it. And I'm like it's it's like a ten minute long scene. And it's just batshit crazy from the start. Wow. It's just oh, nice. it's it's oh it's gonna be so much fun. You guys have no idea what you're in store for. Oh, it's, 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 it's just, it's a fun film. And that's that's the important thing. I, I think a lot of horror films have forgotten how to have fun. 
you know, they're all trying to be so serious and have some kind of deep message or something like that. It's like, I just have fun with it again. That's how like the old slashers were in the first place. They were just fun. It's like, sometimes you just want to turn your brain off and like, let's just have some fun seeing people die. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully we can uh, like have you back on, like, you know, closer to release of the film where you can talk more about it. Yeah. I'd be happy Um, to. Yeah. Like I said, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see it. I, I I enjoyed the first one. And um, where can people find you on the internet if they want to? Yeah. Well, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram under David Howard Thornton. And um, I'm also have a cameo page in case you want me to do like some kind of videos and stuff like that. Um, Especially now since, you know, the convention scene is a little bit weird right now. So uh, like I I unfortunately can't do autographs by mail at the the moment and stuff like that. So I do a lot of cameo videos for like birthdays and stuff like that. So I only charge what I charge for an autograph too. So I know a lot of people on their charge like a hundred dollars. I'm like, no, I don't want people going broke. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so yeah, you know, so it's it's a fun way to just like interact with fans. I, I try to do that as much as possible, especially on my Instagram page. I try to, you know, you because know, I get a lot of messages and I try to at least say thank you or something like that and then the reply. So I know how I, I used to be a fanboy myself. So anytime I would hear back from someone, I know how how important that was. I was that, like would make my sometimes my ear yeah yeah it's amazing oh yeah all right well it was a a joy having you on here and like i said hope we can have you back on uh release of the film oh i'd be happy to i I had fun chatting with you guys this is y'all are fun (laughs) (laughs) we try to be i'm I'm, I'm gonna put that on our website now you know you guys are fun aren't the clown (laughs) (laughs) you guys are fun Yo, better than the madness in the street trap now. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, yeah this was uh, good times. Yeah, so uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, you're welcome. Anytime, guys. Get you, Barbara. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. The unburied dead are coming back to life.